Hello, all of you Soap Chat listeners. We promised a big show tonight, and we will definitely deliver. We have so much to discuss, and don't worry, we will definitely get to the news of Days of Our Lives first. But before we do, let's introduce our co-host. Tiggs, how are you tonight? I am fine. How are you guys? Wonderful. And Rodrigo, how are you? Hey, hey. How's everyone going so world? Happy days time, Jones. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> and Alan Quartermain Sarafa, how are you? I'm good. I've been wanting to do that one for a while, by the way. <laughs> um, now we can get into some big news. Of course, today the news broke that the entire Days of Our Lives contract cast has been released as renewal talks at the network begin and as they go into their four-month hiatus uh, to try and get closer to that taping time. Before we jump into our opinions, I'm going to read the article uh, from TMZ. Um, and of course, the exclusive came from TV Line. Uh, but anyway, TMZ says that it's feeling like the end of days for the stars of Days of Our Lives. The entire cast just got released from their contracts. TMZ has confirmed the producers of the more than 50-year-old soap opera let all their actors out of their deals, meaning they're all free to get new jobs, but it doesn't necessarily mean the show's definitely sunk or canceled. The NBC Sudzer, which is about to begin season 55, is going on indefinite hiatus. The network is expected to decide in early 2020 whether to bring it back for a 56th season. The good news for Days fans is that the soap shoots eight months in advance and there's going to be enough episodes in the bank when the show halts production at the end of November to last through the summer of next year. Uh, so Tiggs, we'll start with you. What do you make of all of this and what do you think the future of Days of Our Lives is going to be? I think it's going to be renewed. I mean, NBC ain't got nothing else to do. Like, nobody wants another hour of the Today Show. I don't. Nobody don't. I don't need uh, Connie Selica and Angelica Houston hosting another hour today. I don't need that. Don't nobody need that. And what also helps is that Megyn Kelly failed so miserably. Thank God. She <laughs> failed so miserably. So it, it shows them that it's not going to be that easy to replace it. I don't mind that they're halting production because eight months in advance, that don't make no damn sense. And I got time for that. But I, it never occurred to me that, oh, damn, they can't keep them in contract. They're going four months without shooting. They can't do it. it, it they just can't do it. it <sighs> we got to get the show renewed first. We got to get the show renewed first, and then we can worry about we can worry about heaven later. <laughs> like, just get the show renewed. If they got the recap, they got the recap. They even know no stranger to recast. You recast them right, they will come. It'll be fine. I'm just trying to, you know, stay positive. But they, they knew, like, they knew that the hiatus was coming. We knew about it for two, three months ago. So it's not like they didn't know that they were totally blindsided. Now, the whole contract being yet, but, I mean, the soap actors, they know every 13 weeks there is a chance that you may not get renewed, girl. So, like, you know, 
I'm, I'm just worried about Victoria and Camilla and Robert. Those are my top three. And Brandon. Okay, top four. That's what I'm worried about the most. They can get snatched up by anybody at any time. Everybody else, they take an ass right back to the Burbank. They ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Rodrigo, what are your thoughts? And do you think they're is a chance that some pretty big stars will not return if the show gets renewed? Well, when I first heard the news, okay, I I kind of went like, what the hell? What is this? What is it? What do you mean you're letting off from their contract? What do you mean you're going on a hiatus? What do you mean? And then when I stopped and read the articles and then into the hysteria, it's a smart business strategy by NBC. Uh, obviously, they can't pay. If you're not working, they're not going to pay you. So the only alternative was to let them go from their contracts until, you know, they get renewed. I know they'll get renewed. I have a good feeling they will. I just think the way the article was presented initially just made it seem like the cast was fired and they ain't coming back and the show's canceled and thank you very much. Um, but will some of them go and take other jobs? I'm sure. Um, some of the actors are trying to get like little guest spot roles and, uh, and whatnot, just to keep some money coming. You know, you have to have bills to pay. Uh, so having no work for four months, unless they save their money well, where they don't need to work four months. Um, I think they'll come back. Uh, it might be a way to maybe let go of some people while they're not on contract, <laughs> uh, which is not a bad thing because they're going to have to reevaluate going into the new season. How are they going to tell these new stories now? Now they're a year in advance and. Will this mean when they come back into production, are they going to go back to a regular shooting schedule? Or are they going to go right back to another six, seven months shooting in advance? So I mean, it could be a good or a bad thing. Um, I'm keeping hope alive. I think this time jump is definitely a good boost for the show. Uh, this news certainly is a good boost because it's trending all over Twitter. And the only time mainstream media even does anything for us is when it's some shit-ass news. But at the same time, that's a good thing. So I'm not panicking right now. I just think it's a smart, strategic move by the network. Now, let's come back to this in about mm, four or five months to see how this plays out. And then, Alan, what are your thoughts, and who do you think could potentially be snatched up first? Well, I see Violet had a new list, but it's not a good idea to have all our casting free agents. Because the younger cast is very likely to find another job. You can see the short code bell of getting a job on Freeform or CW. Like, Real Dance looks a star, star last year, and she can easily get another job. 
I saw somebody who wishful cast Lindsay Godfrey as Abby Newman, and I thought that was hot. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I thought that would have been a great choice. Sorry, Melissa, Damn, I love I'm, you, girl, but. I'm gonna be a great choice to Abby Newman. Pull a blonde wig on me. I'll turn it out, please. <laughs> I watched enough RuPaul's Drag Race, I can set it off. <laughs> can you give us an Abby impression, Rodrigo? I mean, Tiggs. <laughs> Besides my parents, I'm totally worthless. And I like all of my nieces and sisters' leftovers. Wow, that was Emmy worthy. Emmy worthy. That's all she's been doing for the last. Like, Abby has six, seven no personality. Years. She's she's vapid. That's all she is. She's vapid. And she's one of the easiest characters to write for. I don't know why. She is, but they, they keep they keep writing Abby like she's 25. This girl is a Newman. She is a Newman and an actor, for God's sake. And you cannot, you cannot write. <laughs> no the well, anyway, we will get to The Young and the Restless soon. But, Tiggs, I would like to know, who would you like to see Wishful cast in a role from the day's contract players? Oh, I haven't even really thought about it because I don't want that to be an issue. But I know it may be an issue with a couple people. Um... Love Lexi, Lexi Gainsworth, but Camilla Bennett would make a great Christine. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Rob, Robert Scott Wilson would make a good Noah. Victoria, hmm. she would have she made a great book win, but we already had that covered. Um, Is she too old to be... Um, Who's older, her or Olivia Rose Keegan? Because I've thought about the Faith Newman thing on Y&R a lot. Victoria. Yeah, Victoria's like early 20s. Yeah, Victoria is a Scorpio like me, so she just turned like 23, 24. Yeah, Olivia Rose Keegan, is, she's 19. She's a baby. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. That's why she needs to be a good day. Yeah. 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 Olivia would be a good face. Yeah. A good. But we need to recast Faith anyway because I don't know what her name is on Daybreak and working all the time. But they're not going to get her back. She, I would love it if 
Yeah, I would love it if, um, well, Ryan R doesn't really care about Lauren anymore, but I would love it if Susan C. Ford Hayes went back over there. And oh, Joanna, yes. Joanna, oh, uh, my gosh, like, yes. Just for a short yeah. story arc, just oh, yes. horrible to like Lauren, because she was so awful to Lauren. Oh, my God. I mean, God. we haven't <laughs> seen Joanna since the whole Jill thing. Um, so, yeah. yeah even back then, she was just Awful, like she's awful. Yeah, they're the worst. The worst but damn, I mean, I, mean, I, think, uh, I, I don't know. It's something with Warren they have really bad mothers, like that damn Doris Collins. I hated Sharon's mother. I hated her. I wanted Sharon to push her punk ass down the steps in that wheelchair. I hated Doris. I hated Mary Williams. I oh, I love Mary. Oh, I love Mary Williams. I couldn't stand Mary Williams. I couldn't stand her. Ugh. She was awful. Well, I always thought... The short time, we can <laughs> Phyllis' mom. I didn't like Phyllis' mom and <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, oh, I would bring um, Mary Beth Evans over there as Nikki's sister. Casey Reed is 75 years old. Casey Reed is 75 years old. Just for a little short stint. Well, ain't nobody remember who, what Casey Reed looked like. You can always say... Well, I mean, Mary that, Beth Evans. <laughs> <laughs> well, well... well mm, you saying nobody remembers <laughs> Casey Reed, yeah, but exactly. yes, you she going was, back to the first season. Barbara Anderson was fixing to get an abortion because Brad Elliott wanted her to get one. Nobody remember Barbara Anderson. Well, that would be a little cute. A little homage. I always Bill. thought Billy Flynn would make a good Noah. Uh, no. Billy Flynn's better, too. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't He reminds me so much of Joshua Morrow, though. Well, at least I'm not <laughs> casting <laughs> 52-year-olds in a row for 73 years old. He's too old to be no hell. Billy Flynn is my age. He's older than Mark Gross. No. Ooh, maybe Ariane Zucker as Sarah Weber. Ooh, that's hot. Oh, I like you that. You can make that work. That would be that, good. That, that would be good. Or Ariane could be Grace Turner or why not? Oh, oh that would be good too. Yeah. Jeff will get all jealous though. She right, right across the hall. So what about um oh, some of the <laughs> other day's vets? Like what about, you know, somebody like a Melissa Reeves or a Matt Ashford or a Drake Hogeston? Where could you see well, you them? Can bring, you can bring Matt Ashford and Tommy Harvey. On GH, so he, yeah, he oh yeah, he could come back to GH in a heartbeat. And uh, Melissa Reeves, Melissa Reeves, Over there. Um, ooh, who they got over there? 
Well, Chris and Alfonso, oh, you can bring her in as Felicia. Felicia. Yes. Felicia, yeah. Easily. Now, now, see? Now, see? But wait a minute now. Now, see? I want to preface this by saying this will shake the motherfucking table. Now, look. Listen. Listen to what I'm telling y'all now. I love her. I adore this character. My favorite most beautiful character. But if you say Taylor Hayes, I'm going to slap you. If y'all can't work shit out with Hunter Tyler, Christian Alfonso could be Taylor. I, I'm Ooh. just saying, I'm just, I'm just telling her because I think, think the way that the reason why we haven't seen Taylor on the show because Brad Bellman and Hunter Tyler have been kind of going back and forth, allegedly, and they haven't been able to like lock things down. That's why we haven't seen her. I would take Christian Alfonso or Taylor Hayes for us. Smitty, if you're listening, don't kill me. <laughs> All the Taylor Hayes, I love Hunter. I love Taylor, but Ooh. hey. And if we have to deal with Torsten and K.S. Ridge, I think Torsten and Christian would be hot. I'm just like, what I would bring back Stephen Nichols instead of Cassidy. I don't give a damn that we oh, yeah, in that cap. Of course. Oh, of course. Well, what about? And I would cast Drake. I would cast Drake as um Victor's little brother, um Matt Miller. Oh, Matt, Matt. Oh, yeah. And I would and, and, and I would make him Elena's daddy. See, I was really shocked that when they brought Matt Miller back during the forty fifth. I was really shocked Mal did that, and I kind of had to give him props, but. They should definitely get a permanent actor to play Matt. I think that character really needs to be on the canvas. For real, because I was throwing thinking, like, because I wanted Elena tied to the canvas, but I wasn't like, hmm. Well, if you look at Elena, obviously she's biracial. Her mother's black, because we, we've seen her uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Victor's brother likes a little chocolate. And we all know Victor don't need no more kids. But he can take a little biracial needs. You know what I would do? I would make um really shake the table. Sal Stowers, Maya Ava, bring her up. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, you ain't no. You gotta make her Maya Sal, but go with that actress. No, I wouldn't make her Maya. I would make her Nicole though. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Nicole would be a good part. Nicole would be a little, a little taller. Uh, <laughs> a yeah, little she older. Should be, be grown now. Should be, be, should be bad grown. Idea. Hmm. Boy, you can make like, oh, Lamone. Could be Tommy Hardy Jr. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, God, um, yes. And can you imagine yeah. the sexy shower scenes at the hospital with him? And oof. Oh, whoever they are. Oh, I'm going to look at Okay. Oh, I mean, oh not, period. Um, <laughs> Okay, I think we're getting into gay porn territory now, okay? I mean, shit, that would shake the, that would definitely shake the table over there. I'll tell that. you what, though. <laughs> but there's a whole bunch of possibilities you could do, but it would have to be a short city. It is, like, because, like, like, Lauren Coslow could go back to Bowl with Margot Lindley, or oh, yeah. she could be Pelt. They could make her Elizabeth's mom on GH. Stop. But, oh, shit, she could walk in that bitch and play Tracy Quarterman. Let's put... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Tracy yeah. suddenly has a blue streak in her hair. 
<laughs> Tracy with the blue streak. Oh, Jane Elliott would never. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. <sighs> well, like, any... Um, what, what, what's that boy name? Um, the foul one. Um, Paul Telfer? Are you th are you thinking about Paul Telfer as Xander? Who are you thinking about? Oh well, he's fine as hell too. I can take him. He can just be like some Scorpio cousin that just came up out of nowhere. Like but somebody no, said, Ron's not. gonna cast somebody as Elsa Casadon Jones. Ooh, Cassandra Ron's actually lucky too. The real lucky in my book. Um, yeah, I said. Yeah, said you know, Rodrigo. <laughs> I I feel you. No, I feel you. Let me tell you. Jonathan Jackson. Lamont Archie could be um Tommy Hardy Jr. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy, and you can bring. Oh shoot! Now I tell you what, though, I want somebody to snatch up Stacy Highduck, but I don't want it to be Y and R with oh, her as Patty. Don't bring back Patty. No, I don't want Patty to come back. But I think Stacy. I think Stacy has definitely shown that she deserves to be fought over in this genre, let me tell you. Here, Bow Wow. She could be a, um, a Christian Florissant, too, Stacy. I can think, I can see her as that, too. Or, 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 she could go to GH, she could be, um, she could be Scott Chandler. Oh, that would be good. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Her hair red and she can be Scott. I, I love yeah. Robert Christopher. I love me some Robert Christopher, but she over there on that farm and oh, training on the damn children. No. So they much, should, you know? Stacey proved if she can replace Ali Davidson, she can replace Robert yeah, like, Christopher. Yeah. So she, she could. Yeah. Or even if they want to do, they could do her for a short stint on Bold. I mean, she could always come on to me crazy. She could play, um... What was that character's name? Morgan DeWitt. She can come back and, and change. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> like six weeks. Just to be hilarious. I would watch. Uh, I, I, I know these three other so Let's salivate a chance to snatch. Well, I know that Frank is every soap is checking their budget. You know they are. I mean, yeah, they, they, they know they can, they can, they, they don't have, it only has to be long term with these acting. It's a short, a short term little thing to boost their little rates, boost their ratings. I you mean, know, sure, you know. Really one person. He's going to snatch one of them up permanently. He's going to get them on contract. Days of Our Lives has never been, like, looked upon as soap gold to some people. But I think when it comes to soap casting departments, they have always been salivated over. I mean, that whole entire cast. You know, Brian Franz used to have a hard nut for Days of Our Lives. And everybody else continues to that. You know, you were pretty, and then you learn how to act along the way. Like, that's why. Like, Days was always the pretty soap. Especially when James E. Riley was over there. He would recast anybody with anybody. How the hell are you going to recast Matt Ashford with Mark Valley and Steve Wilder? How the hell are you going to do that? Even though I, I didn't mind Mark Valley. But Steve Wilder, really, Steve Wilder, that really, was wild. that was wild. Yeah, Steve Wilder, you know, <laughs> I didn't mind Mark Valley as Jack. He was okay. 
Don't even get me started on Stephanie Cameron as my Jennifer Horton. Melissa Reeves, I know you only like white people who are straight and who eat Chick-fil-A, but girl, I felt sorry for you during when they got Stephanie Cameron. <laughs> oh. I feel sorry for you. Tell her ass asking for allegedly fucking Jason Brooks and then Scott Reeves. And to this day, I don't blame her. <laughs> Okay, period. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Melissa Reeves. Oh, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> okay. I mean, I respect her hustle, let me tell you. I'm not going to get in the middle of okay, it. Okay, because I showed up in a home. She got to go dead. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about some other casting news, this time from The Young and the Restless. Uh, the Young and the Restless got a new Philip Chancellor IV, a.k.a. Chance, and people were initially very excited for the casting, considering the character had been talked about for months. And initially, we were all very welcoming to the actor, uh, Donnie Boaz. However... Due to some recent things that have come to light on his social media, fans are not so happy. Uh, there are some concerning political tweets and concerning political Facebook posts. Um, and recently, you know, even that actor who was hired at Saturday Night Live made a racist comment on a podcast and was fired before he even aired. So, Tiggs, do you think The Young and the Restless should maybe take a page out of the Saturday Night Live handbook and get rid of this guy before something else happens? <laughs> I mean, they should. I mean, yeah, it's not just because of that. He looks too damn old. Allegedly, he's 38. I could turn 34. Is that man four years older than me? Well, there's a difference between alleged white supremacy and a bad moisturizer. But it's like him and Rodrigo are close to the same age. And Rodrigo looks 11 years younger than him. You can't tell, and I understand black don't crack, but goddamn, Flip was old as hell. Flip was old as hell. And then they're trying to kim test him with some damn fillers. You know, fillers 60. I love you, Michelle. Oh, God. Well, um, Michelle Stafford, don't you come for him. Please, don't you come for him. I need him back. I love you, Michelle. I love you, Michelle. Don't come for me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, Lord. You already fucked one of Nina's sons. Why she need to... Oh, but, um, Transplant. Chance was never a dickhead. 
Now she's this cocky cop. Well, yeah, it was Ronan. Well, yeah, it was Ronan. like they're trying to write Ronan Malloy, but with the name Chance Chancellor. Like, why was this not a story for Ronan? I think yeah, that's... Cast him as, um, as Ronan. I think that's more plausible. Like, like, Chance was a deputy do-gooder. He wasn't even really no cop like that. Like, he had just no, he was like the gosh G Willikers, like, Chloe, why can't I have your coup de patooter? He was a good guy. A good guy. Yeah, he didn't do it the yeah, worst thing he ever did was screw Heather Stevens, and even I felt sorry for him. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, wait. Oh, damn. I forgot about that. Which Heather did he sleep with? Eden Regal. Eden Regal's Heather. That is so crazy. Like, 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 Heather Stevens is a weird character. How can you have three actors in a row? One in the movie, two Emmy winners. And the movie was the best one in the world. Like, Veil Bloom was the best one that they had. Oh, Veil Bloom. Oh, I, I miss Veil Bloom. I hated That is like a Tyler Christopher's alleged drinking problems. <laughs> we just gotta say allegedly and move on. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, Bill Bloom allegedly did what? Drugs. Allegedly. Drugs. Oh, child, please. They could have took us to the baby boys in a whole weekend. She's gonna be all right. Look, Jeannie Francis is still acting. Let me tell you. Sorry, Jeannie, I love you, but you were just as open with those drug problems as anything. Yeah, jeans are like on acid back in the 80s. It should be like that. <laughs> that, that whole set was on drugs back in the day. Come on now. That whole front team set was on drugs. And doing all type of wild shit. Well, of course. I mean, you got to be on drugs thinking that shit called like the ice cream said. She can be on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. General Hospital. It's 1981. Motherfucker talking about free use in the world. That's some high shit. That's some LSD shit. What am I about that back then? Well, if it wasn't for that, that shit wasn't chances. And 20 million people were watching, so. Well, anyway, Rodrigo, what are your thoughts on the behind the scenes stuff at The Young and the Restless with this new actor? And do you think it's a good idea for him to continue in this role? Well, I mean, if we fired him, we might as well fire, like, half of these soap actors. They're Republicans. A lot of them are Republicans. Let's just keep it real. They're not as vocal with their beliefs. They're, they're smart. They're not dumb. Um, like Chad Dole, we should fire him because he is a Trump supporter. Or... Ingo um, Rademacher. Vincent Irizarry is a trumpet for uh, I can go on and on with a number of actors in this industry 
that are Republicans. I mean, I have no issue with that. Do what you want to do. That's your beliefs. Uh, now, as long as he's not going to be retweeting Donald Trump's tweets all the time and uh, just saying some type of craziness, okay, he can, you know, he's going to pay his bills too. So I don't mind that aspect of it. As long as he doesn't go crazy with it, overboard or whatever. I don't give a damn. So a lot of these old factors have beliefs that don't align with mine. And I don't care as long as you give me a good performance on, on the air. I really don't care. You're not acting crazy, whatever. Do what you want to do. So, so far, you know, I haven't really seen, you know, I've seen his follow list, whatever. I follow people that have personal following lists as well, followers lists. So, as long as he's not acting crazy, more power to him, it's fine. I don't even mind it. And then, Alan, what do you think this says about the industry where, you know, we have to talk about an outspoken Republican, but then we don't talk about an outspoken Democrat like Nancy Lee Grant. Do you think it creates an extreme gray area for the future on us going beyond the entertainment and looking at the actors' personal lives? Well, I think there's a kind of difference between Nancy Lee Grant and Danny Bowes, if that's his real name. I'm not sure why he was worried to break down on the name, but whatever. But, yeah, I'm fine with acting on a different belief. But his posts were pretty gross. And uh, when he noted I was first with her, so Flitter noticed his, that he was just like MAGA. Me. But, yeah, his posts were gross. And here's what's going to take the role of Chance. Chance is a Southern. Chance is a 55 years old. Chance is an asshole. Chance is a little bit of testicles under his eyes. But this is not the character of Chance. I don't know what No, Josh, it's not. Here's Josh. Here go Josh again. Just... Just reimagining a role that no one saw. No one saw a chance like this. Chance would not be doing this dumb shit. He would not be contesting no damn well. He would not be. The only thing Chance did that was great was he punched Kane. Okay. He spoke for the audience and punched Kane, <laughs> punched Kane right there. I mean, Kane, what he deserved. Even as a little boy. Even as a little boy when, it, when we were still calling him oh, yeah, little, 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 little boy. Little, 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 Josh Griffith, again, bringing a character back. For example, Chelsea. Uh-huh. Making us think that Chelsea was this damsel distressed heroine, but she was a bullshit con artist from the, from the jump. And you want to change the character to fit just, you want to change the character to fit your story. Um, the, other part, the other part of the story I do not like is you're going to take this black man's money away from him that his white grandma gave to him. She gave him that money, and you want to take the money away from him. And it don't make no sense. Devon should be the one punching Kane out. Devon should be the one leading this story, and now you're going to put Chance up in here, and you're going to give him all the good lines, you're going to give him all the good shit, and 
It doesn't make any sense. like the bold and the beautiful and the young and the restless have switched places like bold and beautiful went from telling two week storylines to telling these fully fleshed out stories i'm really liking bold right now and now you have oh, wine art and now you have wine art telling bold like ain't out <laughs> well, hold on <laughs> and now you have no, they, like they, young and they, restless Well, I'm up. just saying that <laughs> anyway. The Young and the Restless, you have so telling trash, like two week stories. We, we got we 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 got we got Hope throwing Thomas in a bad ass like on that social Anyway, so um bold in terms of a big budget passions without the supernatural. Jesus Christ. Let's continue to talk about Republicans that we don't care for. Um Donald Trump's proposed impeachment hearings will be preempting the soaps. Um for a little while, and fans are quite outraged over this, um, because of course every time Trump parts, we gotta interrupt a soap opera. So, Rodrigo, what do you think about the outrage, and do you think that soap fans should be worried about the impact this could have on ratings? I have two letters for you. Oh, Okay, this is... Such a, it's, uh, Michelle Valjean posted something of, we have to support the shows that we have left, because these interruptions are going to hurt the already stacking ratings of these soaps, depending on how long these hearings are going to go, and it, it's not a good time to have this right now, when we're doing whatever we can to keep these shows alive. And with the day's news today, and they're just getting into a good, a big story, and now you have these hearings interrupting things. I don't know what the plan is for these networks are. Are they going to show the shows online the same day instead of preempting them? Uh, 
2020, you have to have some type of backup uh, to how you're going to air these shows now. Like, you need a backup plan. ABC.com, you can put your shows, you have your Hulu deal, put, put them on Hulu. CBS, you have your own little thing going on. You can put your money there. Like, you have, they got to come with ways to be creative instead of just saying, oh, they're going to preempt us and we don't know what to do. Da, da, da. You should have a plan in place. All these networks should have a plan in place on what they're going to do with these preemptions. So, I, there's no excuse. You have the platforms. Use them. Like, find ways where we can still watch our shows. Some other good news. General Hospital has cast a new Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn will... (laughs) We're very excited. Uh, Brooklyn will be coming home to Port Charles, now played by former One Life to Live actress Amanda Sutton. Um, Tiggs, let's start with you. What do you think of Brooklyn Ashton Quartermain coming on home? I'm I'm so here for it. It's another positive reason for me to about watching GH again. I was actually glancing at yesterday's episode when like y'all decided to start the podcast and I was trying not to be nauseated. But um yeah, this is another positive thing to look forward to. Love the man the set and like I had no idea she was gonna like do what she did on one life and she was great. Um I believe she's gonna fit. She's gonna be just fine. For all the people talking about, oh, another person who wants to live, that show's been out there for almost eight fucking years now. Shut up. Exactly. People need jobs. These people need jobs. Damn. <laughs> but um, yes, I'm just I'm happy that another Quartermain is gonna be on Canvas. Uh, I hope she changes her name to Quartermain because it's stupid that Ned Ned Quartermain and she's still Brooklyn Ashton. This little things like that that annoy me. Um, like I said, it, I said on Twitter, if Lois has ever recast, give me Julie Penson, Leslie Kay, good actress, but she's a fucking Republican, so she can say right where she's at. Oh my god! And cameo appearances on Vogue every two years. Um, yeah, <laughs> Julie Penson will make a great Lois Lorelo. But um, I'm here for it. I don't really see who they're gonna pair her with. I guess they're gonna have a I think they're happy a lot of her. I thought Cassie flying about someone sneaking into the Corvette Mansion to feed Brooklyn. So I think we're casting oh, someone for Brooklyn. Oh, God. Another new character. I don't know if it's a recast or a new character. Probably a new character. It's going to be a new character. Well, Larry Slubbitovich. Larry Slubbitovich. Larry Slubbitovich. Larry So, Alan, what are your thoughts on Amanda Sutton joining the cast? And do you think that the character of Lois should also return? Well, I'm very excited. 
frustrated. People on Twitter started hating because, oh, seven lives in the prison, well, well, well. Suck off. They freaking, they're making Castro and Trump one day. The Castro is freaking river lake, some random psychos there to cut off Chase's dick. Come on, pick your battles, people. But I will take Lois back, but not currently. I, I like maybe bring Lois back for like a month. Because I already have Olivia, who's pretty much pro-Lois. He's basically diet Lois. So I really think we need Lois back full-time. Yeah, I would just bring her back to kind of help submit Brooklyn to the Kansas. Sort with Ned a little bit, you know. Let her, Olivia, you know, go business her a little bit, you know. I think it would be cute, just for like a little short-term business. But yeah, yeah, I mean, just business. And it hurts me because, like, when... Uh, Lizzie Pay was in that role. She was perfect. She had all of, uh, just, she had all of Rita Sofa's mannerisms, the outpats and the nails, the accent. And she just had to be a goddamn Republican. I'm just like, oh, well, fuck it. You don't deserve to work again. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Diggs, you're going to have so many people coming for you. Michelle Stafford and Leslie Kay are going to bury you in the backyard, I swear. Look, Michelle, <laughs> I love you, girl. I love you, girl. I love you. But if you quit the world, well, you could have this chance. Like, he, he like, get AARP. But they can't keep going these 30-year-old men you, girl. Well, you know when Paul Williams goes to investigate your disappearance, he's not going to be able to find anything. <laughs> I mean, and the shade is, they could have made that boy the playing They could have made him dance. That's the shade. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> Rodrigo, um, do you want Lois to return for just a stint like Tig and uh, Tiggs and Alan do? And uh, what do you think of Amanda Sutton coming on? Uh, well, first and foremost, Amanda Sutton, I have loved that girl. Kimberly Andrews on One Life was just... <laughs> Balls to the wall, like, don't give a fuck. I want to be carrying money. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Get out of my way. She's the only good thing out of that whole Stacey Morasco fiasco bullshit. She came out of that, like, the strong actress, and she really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how she left the show, you know, was kind of a shady. Uh, but that was her, 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 um, the Asians fault because they want her to be a bigger star. They didn't want her to be on soap. So I was gonna drag her down allegedly. Um, but I guess she's done a about face and Frank hired her back. Um, I'm glad that they're bringing on another legacy character. Uh, that's such great news. Lois, um, I mean, Brooklyn can mix it up. With Maxie and especially with Lulu, because when they left off, they were rivals. Um, you know, you got this hot little guy with Dustin. You know, Brooklyn can make a play for him. You can do something with that. Uh, as for Lois, I'm gonna take it another another direction. They should bring Raina Sofa back as Lois. She ain't doing shit in all the people. Ain't doing a goddamn thing over that show. And I've always wanted Lois back as Raina. I did not like Leslie K in the role. You can quote me on that. She wow. was horrible. Ooh. She was horrible wow. in the part. Oh, Tiggs, you so, don't get to wow anybody I'm for the sorry. rest of this podcast. I'm <laughs> no, I'm just saying because I love her in that role. She got the nails. No, that, the nails. The, 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 the nails. That dumb accent. And she was hot with Lorenzo. Her and Lorenzo were hot. Well, that's not 
didn't last too long. That's the only thing good about that stint. But she doing that fake Lois Sorrell accent was horrible. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Jane Elliott outacted her ass in every scene. Um, yeah, it was just bad. I don't fault Leslie. I mean, she tried to do it. She couldn't do it. Rena is the only Lois for me. And she's not doing anything on both. So if Frank wanted to steal somebody over at CBS, he should go for Rena because she's not doing nothing. And that would just reinvigorate the cast because you want to see Lois versus Olivia. Because those two have history. They grew up in the same hood. And now, you know, now they're in each other's orbits. And you could play something good with that. Uh, we need some more Quartermains back on the fold. And this is just, this is amazing news. When I saw Amanda was coming in, I was like, yes, right. Finally, we're getting somewhere good. So, just, I mean, that would be good, but Rena ain't even involved in the residual child play. She ain't even, she would do her three episodes a month, okay? <laughs> she ain't just like, just like you, you couldn't, you couldn't get the hell of time, please. Yeah, she's still on contract. Which I couldn't believe. Everybody, okay, real quick. I love Allie Mills. I love Allie Mills, but everybody was shocked she was off contract. I said, "Come on now." I, I thought Allie was on recurrent for quite a damn long time now, because let me hey, tell you. We see, Char- we see Charlie more than Pam. Yeah. yeah. was on yesterday, talking about that high We see Maya more than Pam, and Maya off the damn show now, so. <laughs> Shit, we see, we see Sally more than Pam. Shit. <laughs> Sally Spectra calls up more than Pam. Okay, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> okay. What's up, Bucky? Um, so anyway, oh, now <laughs> I miss Darling. Uh, now could nobody do exposition like Darling Conley? Like on a lot of shows, you would just hate it. Like, oh God! Like, cause how bold does it now? Where everybody's talking about the same storyline, but it just—it was just something about her that just—it it made it fresh. You didn't care if Sally Smith the whole episode talking about. I wonder what's going down in the forest right now. Well, now we can finally get into what everybody has been waiting for. It is now time to discuss the time jump at Days of Our Lives, which took place during the show's 54th anniversary episode on November 8th. So, Tiggs, we'll start with you. Why don't you go ahead and give Days of Our Lives' time jump a grade on the A to F scale and tell us why you gave them the grade you did. Well, I'm going to give them an A minus. And I'm giving them the minus because I know I'm not going to like everything that transpires. But I'm giving them an A for effort because they're doing something that daytime hasn't done before. And uh, sorry, Gene Passanante. Are you trying to sag check? And then got checked back earlier. I forgot I asked what turns even did a damn time jump. When? Did they do the time jump the last time? I don't remember the time jump. I remember guys, I don't. Well, and it's still a first, you know, people are trying to check that. 
Jean deserved that read. She deserved that. It's like she just kept your mouth shut. You sit there and be retired and thank yourself for making General Hospital shitty from 2015 to 2018. You do that. Thank you. Because this is the first um, time jump. It's a first for continuing story. Gene, you don't get a cookie exactly. because yourself and was on the last it's damn like, episode. It you do a time jump and it's the end. Who yeah. cares if you jump a year and it's only 30 minutes left? Who cares? More like, like seven. They're doing what Desperate Housewives did. Like, yeah. They're doing a time jump with their continuing story. No soap has ever done that before. And especially with this awful production schedule, like, that was a major feat for this show. And yeah. that alone gives, I give them an A. And so far, so good. It's, start, it's starting out good. You know, they're trying to do the little simple fake house. You know, how yesterday, you know, Kate was on the phone with somebody talking about, oh, I'll be home later. I love you. Everybody, you know damn well she ain't talking to Steve. <laughs> just a little fake out like that. Or oh, when Eric came in playing with Sarah and the little baby. Oh, and I love oh, that that baby's name is Mackenzie and Mickey for short. I love that. I love that. I love that. And it, and it just, it really makes me sad when everybody's going to find out that that's Christmas Day. And Chris is going to have to kill them. Like, I don't understand. Because y'all know that's what happened. Sarah yeah. was yesterday when she told Xander, like, before Mike, she was born. So you already know what happened. Her baby died. Xander didn't want her to be hurt. He said, fuck Kristen. And he took her baby. And now Kristen's going to have to come. And she's going to come to Mississippi. And I'm going to have to come. And then Rodrigo, what maybe, is... Maybe Nikki going to be named the Quisha or something like that. Because uh, and then, Rodrigo, what is your grade for the day's time jump, and why? Um, I'm going to give this time jump an A. Um, they're just doing something. It's when I, I've heard about the time jump for a while, but when Jack told Jennifer she'd been sleeping for a year, I jumped a little. I was like, oh, oh, shit, okay. Well, really, it's really happening. Uh, and then once that started, the episode where it opened up with Jack and Jennifer's montage of Jack going to Jennifer's room every day just for a year, trying to give Jennifer hope and stretching her legs, and that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in daytime in a while. And those scenes alone, and then JJ, a drug addict now, and um. And that damn Haley, she said, woo you gone, girl, bye, bye, girl, you gone, bye. <laughs> and, um, what else? I don't care what anybody says. That girl did. Um, don't care what certain just, people say. I, you know. Certain people say, I'm sorry, you know, I keep it, I don't give a fuck, Haley's gone. Um, Justin and Kayla, well, I mean, I might get it that way, but anyway, we know where that's going, and, um, just so many things you can play around with this one. It's so exciting that you could fucking Will and Ben ending up in the same jail cell together. Ooh, I fell off the chair when Will was revealed to be Ben's cell I was like, oh shit. Okay. Ron's really going balls to the walls with this. And you need that today. Like, Days is on basically Days is on this is it's, it's they're on their, they, they are running for their lives right now. They're trying to do whatever it takes 
to get those eyeballs watching, to get the buzz going back on the show again. And, and this time, Jump really was huge on Twitter. Everybody's talking about it. You have your factions that hate it. You have people that love it. You have people that in between. They don't know if they're going to like it. They don't know if they're going to love it really much. But that's what you want on the show. You want that excitement. You want the talk. You want the buzz. And they're doing it. So I commend them for that. They're taking a lot of chances with this. And you need writers that actually have balls to do something like this. Because a lot of these writers, they're playing it too safe. And we don't have we don't have time for safe these days. So whatever they can do to cause some stir and excitement and whatnot, I'm I'm here for it. And this is the most exciting thing I've seen in soaps in in years. And there's so much to go. There's so many stories to go. So that's why I'm so excited about it. And then Alan, what is your grade and why do you get the time jump the grade you will? I give it an A. I've been looking forward to the contract since April when I learned about it. You know, Little Birdie Whisper is going to be pretty much in start of taping. So, yeah, I've been loving it so far. Adrian is dead. I've wanted that bitch dead for years now. She just exists, exists freaking wipes on his ass and telling me he's a good boy. He's a big boy, perfect new boy. So, I'm very excited she's dead. I'm, I'm okay with Haley being dead. And. That gives JJ a reason to go back to the track. But he should be. JJ should be an addict. Because no one really likes JJ as a fucking hero. He doesn't really work as a hero. He wanted to be on crack and cocaine for the glass and pills. Well, I give the time jump the same as Tiggs and A minus, and that's because I have to disagree with Alan. I don't like that Adrian died <laughs> um, and that we're doing the whole Justin Kayla thing. I'm willing to see where it goes because it's two veteran characters that I love. And I love the actors, Mary Beth, Mary Beth Evans and Wally Kurth. But I'm not impressed. I feel as though, you know, it was just... One of those things where you're like, oh, I can't come up with anything for Adrian. Let's kill her off, though. The character's been on the show on and off for 35 years. That's just my take. But otherwise, everything is really good. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but can't you just, like, the excitement from the cast jumps off the screen. I feel yeah. like they are all very excited. Oh, they're so into it. You can tell. They're like, yes, finally, like... They're getting to sink their teeth into something new. It's exciting. My biggest one person I'm very excited for is Christian Alfonso. Yes, yes. And Princess Gina. Now, my girl has she woke up. My fellow, she is my fellow Bronson. I call my Bronson because we're from the same hometown. And so my girl is finally chomping a big story and she is going for it she is she wants the emmy nomination she wants she is like i'm going to get something for this because finally she is playing she has a ball when she plays princess Gina. well you know she loves day. doing that accent she did that accent oh, she, for a fan at yes. day of days and oh gosh i wish they would keep her as Gina for a long time i don't want to see her back for a long time right now i'm enjoying Gina. 
the way she flung Jennifer off that rope. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> the funniest shit I ever seen. I hollered, I, I hollered. She didn't give a damn. She and said, I'm Princess Gina. <laughs> yeah, as for Adrian, I know it's sad she did. But bring Judy as back as Bonnie. Bonnie was the one exactly. that was like, I want to see. Like, no one cared about Adrian. Sorry. Adrian's boring. Bonnie but Judy. But see, but no, that's, that's not her fault. That's the writer's fault. Adrian became popular for a reason. She, was, she wasn't born back in the day. Exactly. They, made her like that. they turned her into Maggie Light. It made her a busybody. It made her, you know, so worried about silly butt plugs. You know, like, Adrian was never like that. Adrian, they made her like that. Well, Adrian was really, I've checked out Adrian videos in the 80s. She was really not really exciting character to me. She was just one of those, like, damsels. Oh, no, Justin. Justin walked all over Adrian. She learned all the time and all this dumb shit, but... I will uh, say I the Judy, only... I think Judy maybe was maybe bored with the character, and then when she stepped into a Bonnie shoe, there's something different, a different energy with her. The when only issue Bonnie. I've ever had with I Adrian just, I, is I feel as though I Adrian and Jennifer... Because why do they get bored? They get bored, and we need bitches, but we need heroin, too. It's like, oh, we don't know what to do with hope. Like a Princess Gina. Well, and I think that Adrian and Jennifer duplicate each other's energy. Now, there is one question that I wanted to ask to each of you. Do you think the character of Greta von Amberg should return so we can wrap up that storyline once and for all? Because she Gina stated... Tognoni, Gina Tognoni. Yeah, Gina Tognoni. Gina Tognoni or, or Alicia no, and No, Gina Tognoni. I want to know. Gina Tognoni. <laughs> Princess Greta. Because, you know, she stated when she left town that John Black was not her father, but she could have been lying. So... I think it would be good for that character to return to finish out the Hope Gina plot once and for all. Wrap that up, yeah. That I've been wishful casting Gina on that part for years. Um, that would be amazing if they would be able to get her, but we won't see her until fall of 2020. So, um, but that would be amazing if they brought her back. Just to wrap that up, because that, yeah, that's been languishing for years, that whole thing with John. Well, you know, I find in the promo the whole Stefano plot interesting, because, you know, Stefano, <laughs> Stefano was also a contender to be her father. You were so mad. Don't you do <laughs> I don't, I don't even think stupid. it's that stupid. I don't think that even. Can we just openly talk about it? Because I think everyone knows about it. It's not yeah, stupid. It's like, it's, it's, it's stupid. Let Joe Pascolo rest in peace. The man been dead for three years. 
God, just let Stefano rest. It's like the Gene like, Cooper syndrome. That's that's what I'm calling this. The Gene Donald Cooper Trump syndrome. Now we got to deal with Steve being Stefano for a while. Don't fucking take Stefano. Yeah. We don't, so we don't want to see that shit. That, the cancer out of the bag. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Steven Nichols is playing Stefano. Yes, Steven Nichols is playing Faye Stefano. Do you think he's going to have uh, an accent, you guys? <laughs> well, that's what he gets. He wants to return so bad, so Ron was like, I'm going to give you something to return to. So I'm going to give you this <laughs> you want to be back so bad, I'm going to give you this. So deal with this for a little while. And yeah, well, I'm going to see how it plays out, but I just didn't like the empty way to like, <laughs> make it seem like they're going to bring back a brand another Stefano and all. And we, uh, no. No, 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 no. I don't know how this is going to play out. Maybe this is part of the, of the, of the time joke I'm not going to like, is this part, but... We'll see. We'll see. There's so much to go. Another so thing, much like, to go. What, what do they do with Justin? Because we all know Pastor Kelly want to get back together. So what do we do with him now that Ace is dead? Put him with Bonnie? Put him with Eve? Eve. Like, what do we do? Put him with Eve. Yeah, already got fired. Oh, she gone. I worked yeah. at this point. Damn. Uh, I'm coming on five Cassie Yeah. Cassie DePive yeah, is gone. Cassie DePive is the new Matt Ashton. Cassie DePiva is the new Matthew Ashford of that show. They're going to fire her every six to eight Ooh, months. I love Cassie. But that's because that, 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 that Eve character is They want her into a corner. They want her into a corner. Like, you know, it's just, what do you do with her after everything that's happened? You don't, it's like, okay, give her yet another reason to hate Jennifer for no reason. It's like, what do you do with her? Still she doesn't have any kids anymore, so there's nothing really to do with her, so they just have to fire her. And then it's like they refuse to bring Charles Shaughnessy back. Oh, no. That was supposed to submit her. But they won't put them to screen together. That's the problem. They won't put them to screen together. And that's okay. It will look awkward to them. I'm like, come on now. It wouldn't look awkward. It wouldn't look awkward. Charles Shaughnessy... He's a silver fox now. Cash Deposit does not look her age. It would work. If we can believe that Lisa Rinna and Lauren Coswell are mother and daughter and they're fucking <laughs> nine years apart, we can believe that. Yeah. I, we're so we crazy. Crazy. It's, it's never shit like that. It's never made sense that Cassie, all the years she played me, she has had not one scene with Charles Shaughnessy. No, nope. and only time she came back to the show was when Cassie was sick and had to leave. Yeah. So, like, instead of having Eve plotting revenge on Jennifer for some high school dumb shit that no one cares about, it, it, that whole plot with Jack and the MAGA shit, whatever, you could have say that shit if Eve's plot all along was to get revenge on Ben. But that was her main angle the whole time. Now, you have her man with Jennifer over some high school feud. Even Jennifer's like, bitch, I don't care about shit no more. I'm grown. Even, even Roman told her last week, like, even Roman told her, like, you still mad about Frankie? Really? Frankie? 30 years ago. You still mad about that? That's yeah, the one that I don't like that Ron is like, I know Ron loves Cassie, but like, you did not do it no justice. Like, the dumb shit material for her, because it, it, it never made any yeah, sense to me. Like this, this Kayla and Justin stuff, it don't it don't sit well with me. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
Well, Kayla needs to get her back, bro. She is I run the hospital. I'm doing ten jobs at the hospital. <laughs> I haven't got no love in since my man left. And he won't well, come back home. Just gotta wait and see. Yeah, so spoiler alert for all you soap fans Adrian has been dead for six months. A flashback will come up soon uh, with more details about her death. I already sent it to you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kayla's like, we did everything we could. Justin is like, no. And yeah, then they hop yeah, into he bed. Said no, why, why, he's, why he's um clawing at Kayla's bra. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, no. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it doesn't fit well with me. This never works on soaps. It never works, especially on days. When you take one half of two super couples and try to put them together, it never works. They got a horrible backlash when they try to put Kayla with Shane back in the day. It never works. And this ain't gonna work. The fans are not going to like this at all. Yeah, shaking it up, whatever, whatever. No, them Patrick Kayla fans, them Stanley fans, you know they ain't gonna like it. They don't like anything. Well, Stanley Kayla fans are gonna fuck themselves so rude and crazy to fuck around. Oh, yeah, but and see, one of the only, one of the things that the reason why we don't like it today is because all of the super couples were friends with each other. And it's just out of character for them to even hook up. Like, it's not like GH where super couples hated each other. You <laughs> <laughs> like, may have one couple that hates another couple. Like Shane and Kim, Jack and Jennifer, Bowen Hole, John and they were all friends or family. So whenever you try to see Hope and Princess Gina sniffing around John, or that's just like them trying to put both with Jennifer or some shit like that, or trying to put... Jack with goddamn, I don't know, somebody. It's oh, right, because it's just like, yeah, it's like, it's stupid. Like, because all of them are friends. All of them are family. Like, I, just Justin and Kayla went, well, Justin ain't shit, but Kayla wouldn't do this. She wouldn't do it not so soon anyway. Especially like this is Steve's sister. Steve is still alive. She wouldn't do this. This is out of character. She wouldn't do this. Yeah, this is very classic Justin, so, like, I believe that, like, this is very in his history. Well, anyway, as we come to a close, Tiggs, where can everybody find you on social media? Oh, and don't forget, you're apparently a racist, too. That's always going in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All because I don't give a shit to Haley's dad. Okay. And then, Alan, where can they find you on social media? At 
And Rodrigo, what about you? Nobody does. And then Rodrigo, where can they find you on social media? Can find me at Rodrigo's World eighty one talking shit, and I don't care how he's at either. So yeah. And you can find me on my personal Twitter at Clone Reva. And I don't give two shits that Haley Chin bit the dust either. And you can find our show on Twitter as well, at soap underscore chat. And we will see all you guys next time. So have a good night. Bye. Y'all have a good night. Watch Ambitions, goddamn it. Support Jimmy. Oh, watch Ambitions. Yes, Ambitions returns tonight. Ambitions. Taylor, Chuck, and Burton, hell, bye. Thank you.